How's it going, everybody? Adrian here. Welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Wednesday, June the 30th. It is officially the last day of June. Man, oh man, where did that time go? And once again, it was not a major day for news, so I have two stories for you like I did yesterday. Let's jump into it. Uh, definitely the highlight of today's news cycle was the announcement that PlayStation has acquired the developers of Returnal. The development studio is called Housemark, based out of Finland. And this acquisition definitely makes sense, right? Returnal was a major game for the PlayStation 5. Housemark has been on the PlayStation for the last 15 years with their games, at basically every launch. And with so many other studios doing acquisitions and mergers, it definitely seems like Sony wants to take the next step forward with some of these companies they've been working with for a long time. Now, they did an interview with GQ magazine, and they were asked, you know, do you see this as kind of an arms race? Microsoft is buying up a bunch of studios, companies like THQ Nordic, and they basically said, no, we don't see this as an arms race. We're very selective about who we're bringing in on our team. And they said, quote, it's not like we're going around and just making random acquisitions. They're very, very targeted acquisitions of teams that we know well, end quote. And that follows through with their most recent one, which was Insomniac, $230 million just a couple of years ago. And on the housemark side, on the developer side, this is really going to enable them to do a lot more things. If you don't know, housemark is usually known for doing bullet hell, arcade style games. And Returnal was very much something new for them. Much bigger budget, much better graphics and gameplay mechanics. And they said that they see Returnal as kind of a stepping stone for their studio, and Sony is going to be able to enable them to do even bigger and better things. So that's awesome. I'm super excited to see what they're going to do. And obviously Insomniac has been instrumental to Sony up to this point. With the launch of the PlayStation 5, they had both Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank, which performed very well. And the other thing that I should mention is that right before the announcement of this acquisition, one of their Twitter accounts accidentally revealed that they are going to also be acquiring Bluepoint games, who are the people that do all the remakes for them. So, Shadow of the Colossus, the most recent Demon Souls. That announcement isn't official yet, but they made assets for it and everything and released it on an official account, so expect that to, to pop up at some point. PlayStation is expanding, and it looks like they're going to have a really, really strong portfolio of studios, which they're going to grow over the next little while. Okay, and the only other thing that I want to tell you about is Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. This is the sequel that they announced recently to the first Mario and Rabbids crossover. And it's interesting because they also did an interview with a, a news outlet called Multiplayer.it. And they basically said that their development for this franchise has greatly expanded. The first game had a team of about 100 people, and they say that they've now tripled that for the sequel. A lot more of Ubisoft getting involved with the game. They said they're now going to have a 360-degree camera system, so it's not going to stay as an overhead view, but instead will give you free control over the camera. They're letting you do a lot more movement around the maps. The first game had you just kind of going down these various corridors and coming across battles along the way. They say, in this case, you're going to be able to move a lot more freely, even though it's not a completely open world. And then they're also doing a lot of fan requests. They recognized, for example, that a lot of people wished they were able to freely compose their team however they want. All Nintendo characters, all Rabbids characters, or a mix of whatever you want. And so they're going to integrate that into the game. So 
All of this to say they are invested in the franchise, they saw great success with the first one, and that's very exciting to me, because I think the first game was totally a a great title. If you are interested in tactics games like XCOM or Into the Breach or stuff like that, I mean, it's not the pinnacle of tactics, it's still very much a Nintendo game, it's quite easy, but I had a great time with it for at least four hours or so, and I do intend on going back to it at some point. Anyway, folks, that is about all of the time that I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is greatly appreciated. I'm going to be back with the news tomorrow, as I always am. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, I played Prey yesterday. I finally did it. Or sorry, today, not yesterday. Unfortunately, I only got like 45 minutes, but I don't know, maybe I'll be able to get more tonight. One of the observations that I made playing the game today is kind of the eternal issue for many gamers, which is being scared of running out of resources even though you have plenty of them. I think I have this in particular with survival games because they want you to be on limited resources, that's kind of the fear adding to it. And from what I've read, Prey isn't too bad about getting resources, and I think I'm on an easier difficulty anyway, so I really should have nothing to worry about, but... I'm one of those gamers that's like, oh, I can't use this now because I would just be wasting it. What if I really need it later? Meanwhile, I'm like dying over and over again in one spot because I can't get past it. I still have a lot to learn with Prey. I'm, you know, trying to be stealthy and it's not working. I'm trying to be aggressive and it's not working. But I am very intrigued by the map that they've set up, by the story. The soundtrack, oh my god, is so good. Or the sound effects, at least, scare me out of my wits. I don't know, do any of you relate with me? I feel like anytime I play an RPG or just anything that has resources, I almost never use the things that I have. I even think about, like, I used to play Call of Duty and you would get grenades, and you'd get, like, two grenades per life, and then when you died, you would get your grenades back. I never used my grenades, ever. I don't know why. They replenish, like, 15 times in each game, depending on how many times you die, I guess. And every single time I would be like, nah... I could, I could need it in a, in a worse position. Well, that makes no sense. I was never in a worse position. I just never used grenades. So anyway, that's like something I have to actively push myself towards. And so I, I actually recognized that while I was playing. And I was like, okay, time to whip out the actual guns that have ammunition. And I did it. And it didn't go that bad. So anyway, what else do we talk about here? Oh, I think this housemark acquisition is actually pretty neat. And I I do just think it's fascinating to watch the different companies doing their acquisitions. Like, PlayStation does it very methodically, and they do it with people they've been working with for a very long time. Microsoft was like, okay, we're going to be pushing hard on the Game Pass, so we need studios, and so they just gobbled up a bunch of really high-quality studios in 2018, and then Bethesda this year. But it's basically to fill out a service that they're providing, whereas PlayStation is for individual games. And then THQ Nordic is just like, bring it on. Anybody will will take you. And it's been working out for them. They make a ton of money. They just took Gearbox. Like, it's actually kind of crazy to think about how many studios are left that aren't own, owned by somebody. Like, what are the biggest studios that don't have subsidiaries or parents? Probably Bungie is up there, right? With Destiny. And they've been in and out of parent organizations twice now. The market is definitely consolidating and... Most of the time, in most other industries, that's a pretty bad thing, in the long term, at least. Uh, In the short term of video games right now, I think it's generally a good thing for gamers. 
We're getting studios who have way more funding than they normally would have. And you have services like Game Pass or PlayStation Now. I don't know. I think the business aspects of it are pretty interesting, but I'm also not smart enough to be like the analyst for it, you know? Like, if you follow people on Twitter, like Matt Piscatella, they're always really smart about video games. And they say all these interesting things about the industry. And I'm just like, that's cool. Anyway, that's all for me, folks. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Ciao.